0: Welcome to Episode 6 of Season 3 of the Endotechno Podcast. I'm Alan Halliwell, founder of Southeast Asia Startup Consultancy, Gizmo Advisors. It has taken us well into Season 3 of the Indotechno Podcast for us to finally begin examining the rapidly growing and evolving category of Corporate Venture Capital in Indonesia, or CVC for short. Not surprisingly, the space has been pioneered by dominant corporate players in Indonesia's technology and particularly telecom space. Telecom Mitra Inovasi, or TMI, is the 100% owned CVC subsidiary of Telcom Cell the country's largest telecommunications operator. We are extremely pleased to have joined us today, Marlon Siahan, CEO of TMI. Marlon, Ramadan Mubarak, and thanks for taking the time to talk to us.
1: Thank you so much, Alan, for having me on your podcast.
0: To kick things off, I need some hand-holding here as we venture through your background. Marlon, you received your bachelor's in business at the University of Indonesia, only to become a radio DJ for six years, as some of our audience will fondly remember, hosting and producing a special show called Girl Power. Much of the rest of your career prior to joining TMI as CEO has been in marketing and digital advertising. Would you describe this professional path as somewhat premeditated or was it instead entirely unplanned?
1: Actually, I spent most of my experience in the media and tech industry. I started working in radio and TV for about eight years and moved to media tech companies such as Yahoo. I was part of the first batch team and then Google for leading ways, the navigation media platform, and then Cell, it's digital media advertising business. It was in 2014 to 2018. And then now with TMI, leading the, the VC. So I think overall. It is connected, right? And the overall goal of my working experience is to set the growth mindset. So I keep hungry to see the next opportunity to grow myself better, to find another experience and learning new things. And also of course, to develop myself and always to bring impact to every role I've been through. So yeah, in a nutshell, it is premeditated, but I always looking at the opportunity around me and find a way to reach that.
0: Marlon, one simple request I have for you. Distill down for us your favorite assignment at your favorite employer and tell us why was it your high point?
1: I have had a unique experience in every company that I used to work for, Ellen. Say, for example, with MTV. The meaning of work hard and play hard was so real. We have a lot of fun events such as Vijihan, music concert, wedding nights, And then with Yahoo, I experienced working with a digital tech company with global exposure, meeting a lot of international colleagues. And then with Google, with the role of accounting manager for in Indonesia, it is a great opportunity for me to expand my leadership as well. It's a great role because we talk a lot with a lot of stakeholders and media persons about Waze's business. And one of the highlight when I was with Waze was supporting the Asian games for the country and also having a movie star, which is Diane Sastro, to provide Waze voice navigation. And this was a very great initiative. So every part was wonderful and helped me to grow my career.
0: Now, Talking Mitra University or TMI. Having been founded in 2019, is part of a new breed of corporate venture capital funds or CVCs, as I mentioned. These entities have been around for decades and the concept has seen success and failure. What, in your eyes, have been common mistakes and what are we doing differently and more effectively than our precursors?
1: Yeah, the synergy creation is actually the key. Basically, TMI of propositions or of ventures. We have two things. The first one is, of course, investing in the right startup. And then the second one is having the startup connect with Telkom Self Ventures for synergy creations with the business units. We co-create business solutions. We do a lot of things to create value for both sides. And then we track the business transactions and share the success stories. Whenever startups grow to bigger valuations. Moving to the later stage, Telkomsel will be supporting their success. We're doing things like that with Telcom Telkomsel supporting with the credit scoring platform. And then during the pandemic with HelloDoc, our portfolio company, we connect consumers and the medical team, which is the doctors in the platform, and then become the source of information for COVID symptoms and providing solutions to the consumers. This is another great story too, right? We have and always been building great synergies with our portfolio.
0: Marlon, could you share with us TMI's three favorite industry trends that you seek to invest in?
1: We are actually industry agnostic. We're basically focused on consumer behavior and the technology to disrupt and to bring impact into society. We, for example, invest in for, Hello Dog, City Path, Scholar Mall, and Preview ID, mostly during the pandemic from 2021. So those are based on new behavior of the customers during the pandemic season. With a lot of changes, business changes, lifetime changes in society. That's why we invest in FinTech, HealthTech, EduTech, Logistics, and also Media. Because people listen to a lot of podcasts and do gaming. And this year, we are seeing new industries like agri-tech and blockchain. And then we're also exploring other things such as startups that focus on the ESG industry. And electricity vehicle, for example.
0: Got you. And how exactly does TMI connect the entrepreneur and her startup with Cell? Do you identify a champion within Cell leadership? to ensure whatever relationships necessary are established and eventually that originally planned synergies are achieved or do you approach it some other way?
1: Yeah, we have a business matching and it's a regular meeting for the startup to meet with all the stakeholders and then it in also involve our senior leadership and directors for a monthly report and also for a business ranking and we explore the synergy with our portfolio. We also identify every good story, like for the new business or for the new co-creations with our portfolio. And some of them we need to evaluate if it is not working well. We can build a plan whether it is long-term or a short-term. Somehow if it is short-term and it's a low hanging fruit. And there is an advantage that we can provide. Then we can easily proceed so we can help startup grow their business faster. So yeah, we have the champion. We have task force, the business development team with the TMI team, and each of the stakeholders or business units in cell that sit together and then talk regularly.
0: Understood. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Fund One has a total commitment of $40 million U.S. dollars, and it tends to invest between $250,000 and $5 million per transaction. How far along are we to full investment of the fund?
1: We are progressing a lot. From our first investment with Credit Foo in 2019, now we have 15 to 16 investments. And we are one of Southeast Asia's top performing VCs. In three to four years investment, now we have an average multiple money at 1.4. While other VC in Southeast Asia, they do it in 5 to 7 years. And then while waiting for the upcoming capital injections, we are also involved in supporting state-owned enterprise ministry for funding with the other state-owned enterprise CBCs like Telkom, Bank Maniri, BRI, and BNI. We will announce the new fund called Meravoti and it's going to invest in growth state startups. We will help them to grow faster, to become a unicorn, and also to connect Indonesian startups to synergy across state-owned enterprise companies, which is very large connections, right? And then to exit through IPOs in Indonesia. So that's another great project that is working well.
0: Understood. Now, what might be our next steps with regard to Fund2? And how might it differ from fund one?
1: Yeah, we are about to launch the new capital injection soon. And we are going to rebrand. We will change naming to Telcom Self Venture Capital. So TVC, it's sharp. We will still keep our value propositions of Telcom Self Ventures, which is one to invest into the right startup and to focus on great technology and enterprise. And then the second one is. To create a synergy across our portfolio. So it's always that. We are going to also look deep down into SaaS, for example, or T Pass, explore new industries such as blockchain with the current happening Web 3.0. We are also looking at gaming platforms and community with blockchain technology. But of course, we are also looking at telco infrastructure like. IOT, and also 5G utilization. We are also looking at ESG focus, which is sustainability, carbon emissions, as long as it is having strong synergy to telecom cell ecosystem or assets.
0: Now, Marlon, looking at our portfolio, I see leaders such as FinExcel from the Buy Now, Pay Later or BMPL space, health tech leader, HelloDoc, logistics player, Cipat, agritech innovator, Tanihub, Podcaster in Spigo, Supply Chain and Logistics Platform, Rombi, Loyalty and Rewards Platform, TADA, Identity and Digital Signature Solutions Provider, PrivyID, and Smart City Provider, Cle. What are some of the common threads across our portfolio?
1: Like I mentioned before, Alan, the investment focus is on consumer behavior, great technology to transform the way we do business and collaborations. And we're also focusing on A to B stage. The reason why we wanted to focus on that area, because we wanted to accelerate our portfolio to top and sell business units. And usually in this series A, B area, they have grown their business model strongly and they have a product market fit and they are having a clearer roadmap that also will be relatively easy for us to engage with the founders for exploring the synergies that I mentioned. This is always part of our due diligence process as well in the beginning of investment until we get the approval from the investment committee and the IC committee asks us the potential synergy to approve the investment. We also focus on exit strategy. This process helps with those portfolio results that you've been asking about, Alan.
0: Understood. Now, Marlon, we discussed one of our most important value adds at TMI as quote unquote providing access to Telcom Cell's ecosystem, assets, and expertise. Can you give us a couple good examples of successfully enabling investee companies in this way?
1: Besides KD4 and Hello Dogs that I've told you before, we have Colahmo, it's an AduTech platform. During the pandemic, there is a gap of quality learning in teaching between students in private schools compared to public schools. So, Sekolahmu produce the content of standardized teaching for teachers. And Telkom South provide special connectivity, special data access for teachers to connect with the Sekolahmu platforms. So, basically, it helps to upgrade the teaching skills and learning process using the digital content and then access the connections. The other platform is Evermost. It's basically a social commerce platform and Telkom basically provides the solutions to a non-Telco channel through Muslim community. So they have about 10K resellers of Muslim attire and daily needs selling to each of their communities, including travel vouchers for match as well. And they're all now become the channel for recharge and quota selling for Telkomsel Cell prepaid products. So basically, we're tapping into another new community channel.
0: Gotcha. Now, we have never had the chance to study Indonesia's initiatives around smart city here on the Indotechno podcast. And we have yet to understand what players such as Clay are doing. How does Telcom view the smart city opportunity? And what initiatives has it laid out to advance this effort in Indonesia?
1: With the smart city platforms, it's very strong in terms of data collection of mobility, city infrastructures, and other things with the technology applied. And Indonesia now, especially big cities, for example, Jakarta, Surabaya, and others are expanding faster and are very developed. That's why we wanted to have the data collections and become a hub for it. Now, we can explore the traffic data in each of the cities. What's the contractions in there? Utilizing AI and IoT tech across MRT stations, for example. We know through the face recognition, the mobility of people, where they go and where they come. You know, a lot of things that we can get through the smart city platform. But we are still in progress and also expanding a lot of collaborations.
0: Gotcha. Now, Marlin, where do you see the female entrepreneur in Indonesia in 2022 along the path to achieving the recognition and support that her male counterparts get?
1: Female entrepreneurs, especially female founders, are expanding more and more across many industries now, like blockchain, property, agri-tech, a lot of female founders. And I think the key role for the female, especially for entrepreneurs, And the leadership style, one is they have to be strong and able in directing the business. They need strong connections and interpersonal skills. And in the same time, they have to be very strong in empathy. That's why they can lead the team to balance a man in leadership style. And we can say it's like a mothership leadership style. And last but not least, woman is also an important figure in terms of transforming a company. We can be very micro focus in making sure to deliver the business goals to grow stronger.
0: That's really helpful. And Marlon, what key attributes do you feel a woman needs to have in order to be a successful entrepreneur in Indonesia?
1: One important thing is to have a growth mindset and being resilient in order to survive any challenge of your life stage, and also to overcome insecure feelings. It's always important and very necessary. The second one is you have to be true to yourself, yeah, and find your own voice. Just be original. Just be you. To be yourself and to have confidence in who you are, that's important. And to have your own mentor is another thing. You need your own mentor because you need someone to advise you someone to consult, become a better you, and grow your leadership, and expand your entrepreneurship as well.
0: Thanks for that, Marlon. And finally, what do you enjoy most in order to really take a break from work?
1: Basically, I spend my break time from work by traveling. <laughs> I do local or obviously travel, and I always divide my travel into two periods. One is with family, and the other one is with my female travel group. I like to balance myself traveling to keep my emotion and logic balanced. (laughs) That's important. The other thing is I like to do something related to giving back to the community, such as the activity of Women Empowerment or Women Superwoman through a digital podcast such as Eureka Woman. It's a community hub of women in Indonesia. And the rest is singing karaoke and also small group yoga and pound fit for the exercise. So yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> Marlon, it was such a treat to get to better know your background and also to step through TMI's mandate and unique value add. Thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you so much, Alan, for having me sharing on your podcast. All the best to you and stay healthy. Bye.
0: We hope our listeners have enjoyed today's episode. As always, please consider sharing any feedback that you have about the of Techno podcast with us. Terima kasih telah mendengarkan. Sampai jumpa lagi.